0: H. All right, RTD Live Talk. We're live. It is Friday night, the 15th day of the month of November, and I'm excited to be back uh, with you again. And so something different. I typically don't do live streams on a Friday night, but yet tonight's a special occasion because I'm excited to uh, have a, a new guest join us, but yet someone everyone's familiar with. And so definitely want to cover and touch on a lot of subject matter, especially around the cryptocurrency sector, banking, and you know where, where are we heading moving into 2020? Because I think this next decade will be... Uh one of a lifetime. So definitely want to cover a lot of things. So before I actually go to that screen, want to welcome everyone to Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. Give it a minute for people to get that notification and then we'll get uh, get right into the subject of the evening. And so let me see who's checking in thus far. We got Corey, we got Colossal Enterprises, we got Jesse James, we got the New York Redneck. <laughs> so not today, Mike. <laughs> we got Kenneth, we got Blunt News, Sterling Lee. So we got more people jumping in. So, Justin March, I appreciate that love offering for the channel. So, let me go right to the main screen here and introduce, I don't really need to introduce him, but I'm excited to have Bitcoin Ben join us on the RT Live Talk. Bitcoin Ben, how you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing great. How you? How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing excellent, man. Doing excellent. Excited to have you on. And so, I appreciate, uh, you know, you having reached out over the last couple of uh, weeks or so and, and contributing to the to the to the program as far as the super chats, so i appreciate that one thing definitely acknowledge that and it's very it's very uh humbling for you a man of your status you know you, you're pretty big in your sector so i appreciate you for joining me on mine my friend so thank you for tuning in with me to this evening
1: oh well thank you very much uh i'm uh i'm a very i'm a very small fish
0: in a very small part. <laughs> <Yeah. So. laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. So uh, this evening, I-, I wanted to just touch on a variety of things. So every it seems like for whatever reason this week I decided to reach out to a lot of people. So every day a live stream, maybe even two, and it's all it, it was it was cryptocurrency enthusiasts anti-cryptocurrency, crypto, anti, anti, so, so I'm in the middle. So I just, I just enjoy being able to speak to a variety of, of people and educate myself because we're all learning at the same time. And so Bitcoin Ben, for those that may not be familiar with you or may not know you, how you've arrived with the name Bitcoin, Ben, give us a little bit of how you got into the, the cryptocurrency blockchain space and just give us on the basis for those that may not know who you are.
1: Absolutely. How, how's it going? Everybody, it's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world, Bitcoin, Ben. Uh I got into cryptocurrencies about three years ago now, maybe three and a half of 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 actually like looking into them, like learning about them, trying to figure out what what the pluck these are, you know, and uh, and then I made uh, I made my first purchase probably three years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I uh, I'm a hodler, I'm. I I do not trade. I I know how to trade uh but not well enough that I trust myself to not put put myself into the poorhouse. You know <laughs> and uh well, I hodl um, and I've been accumulating coins since like litecoin mm-hmm. was around maybe like four dollars mm-hmm. and uh and actually bitcoin was around six six hundred dollars mm-hmm. and uh so i've i've wrote it up and i have wrote it down yeah. and i uh, uh i'm i'm uh, i've actually been blessed where uh like me and my wife, we're not rich by no means, mm-hmm. but we're also very content people. Yeah, so, I mean we don't are, uh, we aren't looking like win Lambo, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, and oh, so I'm in it for the long haul, you know. I'm 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 looking at like maybe retirement, you know, in in I don't know like ten years or mm-hmm. whatever like that. And mm-hmm. that's probably when I'll actually. Uh, look at what I've accumulated and and, and actually make a choice on um, on what I'll do that mm-hmm. and uh but what uh on on my show uh my show is very diversified on uh, um, like I said I don't trade mm-hmm. I actually talk about like adoption and like what is going on with my friends who work at like uh, exchanges and and I I uh, I know a lot of the CEOs of the large projects mm-hmm. and uh, so they'll uh, they'll actually come on the show and kind of like lay out what they're doing and why they're doing it mm-hmm. and and, uh, and use cases and it's. It's basically, I'm interviewing the future, uh, like people that run Google, mm-hmm. you know, and like the future of people who run like PayPal, yeah. you know, and oh, it's such a young, uh, a young, Relatively young technology in the overall scheme. Yeah. That um, that getting into it right now is either hugely successful mm-hmm. or awfully dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I agree>. So <laughs> you um, you you really got to tread lightly. Yeah.
0: Now let me ask you. Uh, and so does it? Does it? it, does it con- so I'm gonna go right into it. Does it concern you or? When you first were introduced to the subject matter of blockchain cryptocurrency, were you cautious and are you cautious, given the fact that Satoshi Nakamoto, whoever that is, no one knows, assuming that between now and sometime in the future that, that it'll be worthwhile to find out who that is or not, does it bother you of the origins or lack thereof of information as to how it arrived and the fact that it seems so timely as the world financial system is coming to a halt all of a sudden, there's a backdoor for the world to use. A, does, does that ever bother you? Uh, no, and and that might be
1: linked uh, because uh, I I am a Christian, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a lot of things in this world that I don't understand, mm-hmm. and uh, like I don't know why God created the octopus but i'm sure there's a reason and so uh, the the origins of the creation is 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 not as much uh important to me as the reality of what the creation is mm-hmm. you know i uh uh, I have no idea who
0: Satoshi Nakamoto is. Mm-hmm. No one does, mm-hmm. and uh, well, I'm sure someone does. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming he wasn't the only one working on that code that created the protocol itself. So somebody had to, uh, unless he's just a smart guy or a smart whatever. So yeah.
1: <laughs> no, uh, 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 there, there is is actually a uh, there's a group of about. I'd say less than a hundred people mm-hmm. that were working on like cryptographic and and digital like e money and mm-hmm. e cash was around prior yeah. to Bitcoin. Yeah, and um, and what Satoshi Nakamoto solved was the problem of the actual uh, the the flaw in everything else was uh the ability to double uh uh spend Mm -hmm. a currency that was sent
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so he actually came up with an algorithm that uh that actually solved that problem Mm -hmm. and once once that was solved it actually made for a legitimate currency Mm -hmm. because it 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 could it could not be duplicated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being the case, Bitcoin is the original or the it's the gold of the blockchain cryptography space in regards to being able to actually transfer funds or whatever back and forth amongst individuals. So it's, it's the standard. And so are you of the mindset that the Bitcoin is going to be the head honcho? Into the future, or will the because it's basically it's, it's 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 blockchain cryptography cryptocurrency one on one right now one o ver ver first version. Do you foresee like Bitcoin remaining as it is now, or does it need to be added unto to make it more secure, more stable, more worthy of the future? Or because some people say Bitcoin is just that it's go put in a put in the vault, don't ever touch it. It's a store of value. What are your thoughts on you know how it'll be used now and using in the next few in the next couple of years? Uh. I think at
1: least for the next probably 25 to 50 years, mm-hmm. I think that Bitcoin has uh, will lead the market. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's kind of transitioned from a currency that you shop with for coffee. Mm-hmm to more of a, a s- s- store of value mm-hmm. that's why so many people refer to it as like the digital gold mm-hmm. and um, and there um it has the first mover and it has the brand mm-hmm. and really in uh, with anything your brand is everything mm-hmm it's uh like the reason that that uh, the, the globe uses the US dollar well there's a lot of reasons but one of the reasons is its brand yeah. you know it it has the label of USD mm-hmm. now in reality it's just a piece of paper like every other you know fiat currency out there yeah. it just has, it it has a different graphic on it that makes us for some reason respect it more yeah yeah
0: yeah and so my thing is you know right now we're at the point where there's so much question about the current monetary system we're watching activity from the federal reserve at they're basically it's, it's qe but it's not qe but yet daily there's you know close to 200 billion dollars a day being created in extra extra reserves. And they've extended the time periods, 28 to 28, 42 days, whatever. So we're witnessing a meltdown, but yet the, everything seems to be relatively calm or we're being told that it's okay. And so there hasn't been much price action really in the cryptocurrency sector, even though there's been some jumps here and there. And, you know, but yet it always seems a correct give or take. So there's obviously some, some some guiding hands behind it. And so do you see perhaps, you know, this December, you know, because it would be two years since the last uh, little spike up. But for sure in 2020, do as we get closer to the halving aspect of Bitcoin, that there's going to be some real movement that will get more people's attention or, or what?
1: Yes. I uh, uh, I think along with the ha- the halving, which is the, the inflation rate uh, or the distribution rate of actual Bitcoin will be cut in half. Mm-hmm. So that's like... Uh, if you're trading in futures on corn that you have the actual date Mm -hmm. where half of the actual farmers go out of business Mm -hmm. you know that's the equivalent of what that is yeah and uh so it's that along with the current economic system with the federal reserve Mm -hmm. which is basically literally uh uh, the emperor's new clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, we all know they're nude. Yeah. And, and there's even a few of us pointing at them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yet they're just marching along, you know, naked as a jaybird. And they keep on telling everyone, no, 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 look, look at my new outfit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and actually, this next run up, mm-hmm is is going to be mind-blowing it's mm-hmm. it and the reason why uh is because of the on-ramps mm-hmm. we have so many more on-ramps into cryptocurrency now than we had in 2017 mm-hmm. because 2017 you basically had coinbase you had kraken you had gemini and that was about it, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, now that's in, that's in in America. Mm-hmm. Now you uh, you have exchanges over in in Asia and over in Europe and Australia and so, and that's this is a global this is a global thing, mm-hmm. and it's the the price reaction of cryptocurrencies are are so much more instant than even like the price reaction of a uh, of like gold and silver mm-hmm. because gold and silver uh they they truly are physical mm-hmm. where if you have a you have a local place that 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 you purchase your gold and your your silver from. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go over there and you just clean out the racks mm-hmm. and you're like, "I want all your silver," mm-hmm. you know, well, uh, that that retail outlet uh, has to order more and re stock and it might take a week or two, you know, to get get in a, uh, a, uh, another shipment of silver or whatever, Mm -hmm. where with cryptocurrencies, there are, there are now networks between the exchanges Mm -hmm. where, where if, if Asia's having a real big run on like cryptocurrencies, Mm that those exchanges can actually pull from like Coinbase. Mm. And those exchanges can actually pull from Kraken. And so it's, it's, it's a more reactive market than uh, gold and silver can ever really be. And, and and that hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll show you right now. I I I am not anti gold, and I'm not anti silver. <laughs> you know, I hold on. To, you know, you uh, got uh, you some weight there. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't play around. You know, I yeah. I, I <laughs> it's uh, I am not anti gold and anti silver. Yeah. uh I'm I am in I am in, I am anti fiat Mm, because, and it's, it's, we're really, we're seeing a transition. And unfortunately, I don't think they're going to ever let gold and silver Mm -hmm. really go like they should because Mm -hmm. uh, those, those are, pegged with industry
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and I mean there's there's actually gold in your cell phone there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of silver well I mean not a lot but there's I <laughs> like I hell you got silver in your laptop you got silver in medicine mm-hmm. you got silver in in your cell phone you know uh, it's got a lot of use cases and and if uh and add i don't know how you feel about it but i definitely know for a fact looking at the numbers that the comics with all of the with all of the derivatives that every time they're like gold which is headed up, you know, they're (laughs) whacking it down with a bunch of derivatives. Like a
0: hundred thousand or more contracts is dumped out. Like somebody gonna (laughs) actually take a loss by dumping all that stuff out. So at some point there's only so much of that you can do because I'm of the mindset that, you know, gold and silver, of course they are money and everything on top of that is, is what we choose to give it a value. But when you see China and Russia, accumulating at an alarming pace for the last 20 years, relatively speaking, they have plans for it. So I know for a fact they're not going to let it out of their possession at a much cheaper price than what they probably deem it as being worth in their own currency because the dollar's pricing of it is manipulated, of course. So beyond the whole yuan uh, participation now in the comics and all the stuff that... They're, they're they're spreading their wings now for one day when they're going to make a move of some kind against the Federal Reserve note, of course. And therefore, the price might be discovered in another currency, and hopefully so. Therefore, making what you have now is one of the things where do you believe the dollar price or do you believe the yuan or the euro or whatever else they price it in when I run? So so much more manipulation they can do, I think.
1: Yeah, uh I have a slightly different view mm-hmm. of why they are accumulating so much gold mm-hmm. and so much silver mm-hmm. because I I honestly believe that like China and Russia uh, uh, I, a lot of people talk about how much gold they have. Mm-hmm. I really want to know how much silver they got mm-hmm. because I think if they're holding gold mm-hmm. they're holding silver too. Yeah, And I I think one of the reasons that they're holding both of them may not be to back a currency Mm
0: -hmm.
1: more to supply production in their countries Mm -hmm. because uh, if you look at the trade wars we're going through right now Mm -hmm. it uh is i could definitely see a point where uh where it reaches w- w- where trump would announce that you know there's a, a state of emergency that that uh that, 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 that like no silver mm-hmm. can li- leave the us yeah you no know, or like no gold can leave the us yeah and uh, and and I, there's there, especially silver. See, silver's got so many use cases, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's a, so
0: undervalued, and it's so unbelievably like it's out of everything that we are looking at and we give value to, silver has been the most suppressed, which is like why. And then you hear about JP Morgan sitting on the largest hoard that we know of, there's plans for it, of course. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it's silver. Is I mean, including cryptos, including it, silver is absolutely the most undervalued asset on the earth mm-hmm. because it's in relation to the amount of f- fiat money out there. Mm-hmm. Silver, with its use case, and uh, and how 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 much it's used. In medicine and how much it's used in production mm-hmm. and and all that, they're so it's used everywhere. Yeah. And and yet you look at the price, and then you think of just the national debt mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the U.S. If if you just did that math, yeah. It would be ridiculous what priced yeah, you know yeah. silver would be at,
0: and that's with the uh, and that's with you know just using taking the M two supply according to the U S debt clock. People love the seeing the figure of nine hundred dollars an ounce or whatever, and that's just you know utilizing the, the 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 one year current above supply silver as opposed to the current M two supply. So that's relatively small, but yet you know what's going on now. You have to basically measure the va- nominal value in all fiat currencies because right now in Argentina, Venezuela, you know, an ounce of silver, there's no there's no price tag you can put on it in those countries. So anybody in their right mind would not be willing to get rid of that thing. It's something that's dying or, and being devalued heavily. So, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. So I want to get your thoughts on in 2020. It's going to be a, a new decade, a new era of everything because it's going to be hard to keep the narrative of an expansion going. So something has to give. And so we got the presidential cycle, all that stuff like that. So turmoil is currently underway and it's going to get worse. So, okay. Now, how will the cryptocurrency, uh, from a financial standpoint, because the banking sector will be impacted the most. So how will this current cryptocurrency, blockchain technology itself disrupt the banking sector? Because banks, after this next go around, will not be looked at the same, especially if they bail in everybody and don't give out or, or don't give people access to their funds, they're gonna have a very salty taste in their mouth. So what will banking look like, in your opinion? Well, uh,
1: I do not I do not think there will be a crash. Mm, okay. <clears throat> I think there will be a transition.
0: Mm-hmm. A smooth and, one? A smooth one or a little bit of a rough, rough ride? Uh will, will, hey, will, will, hold on. Uh, will it be enough to wake up the masses that something's wrong or whether it be like an overnight Friday, close the bank sign, some Monday morning, you know, they open back up and they are and they're dealing in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies behind the scenes type of thing or what?
1: Uh, I, I think they're basically going to create a system that runs parallel with the, uh, the existing system mm-hmm. and that will gradually t- transition into the new, uh, Cryptocurrency system mm-hmm. gradually. I, um, using using was, what? Uh, using
0: what? Like stable, using stable coins or their own yeah. tokenized? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, the Federal Reserve announced like a couple a couple of months ago that they were launching a network mm-hmm. that's actually called FedNow,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and what it is is. Is that network is going to replace the brick and mortar network of the actual banking infrastructure Mm -hmm. of the U.S. right now? Mm -hmm. Because as this transitions, um, the uh, they're going to start
0: closing banks, Mm -hmm. and uh, not not really. Close the small branches. You mean, like a a commercial, like a little residential area? Bank of America's Wells Fargo's little local boys gonna close. Okay. Yeah,
1: and it's going to be a uh, a gradual transition because really, most of us, uh, at least most people that I know, we do ninety nine percent of our banking on an app on our phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and. uh so the physical location is—they uh, may have have one location in in like each like major city, mm-hmm. you know. Because e <laughs> even now, if you receive like a physical check, yeah, you all you gotta do is take a picture of it, mm-hmm. you know, and shoot that off.
0: Now watch this—is—is it, is, is it that? Isn't that process though of the 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 transition into banking on your phone with an app, taking a picture of a check? Isn't that very timely though? You know, isn't that a part of a plan though? Like, th- that doesn't not that does not I hit you as like on some like are they have they been preparing us for this the whole time? You know, type oh, of thing.
1: Uh, uh, I, uh, all right. Uh, this hat uh-huh. is uh is is actually lined with tin foil. <laughs> so uh, get ready. Uh, uh, there's a there's a UN program called Agenda 21, mm-hmm. and uh, and inside of Agenda 21, you have Agenda 2020, mm-hmm. you have Agenda 2030, mm-hmm. and uh, and and those are all act- actually like benchmarks of their goals that they want to hit, mm-hmm. you know, through the next century.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and if you read through the UN and uh, the uh, bank of international settlements mm-hmm. and, uh, and the IMF and all that, it it's, it's basically laying out exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and we've, uh we've had a agenda twenty one since like nineteen ninety- 1990, like nineteen ninety two or ninety three hmm. so it's it's this has been planned out th- through um uh, the <laughs> gonna count sound casperio No,
0: go ahead lay it out hey because here's the thing until we are in the future and we look back anything can go right now so we're gonna find out when we look back so I'm open for anything go ahead
1: my god uh, um there have been there have been groups of uh of world leaders that have gathered together uh, and and laid this out mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's
0: groups like uh, uh, oh, you got uh, that, you got the Bilderbergs and you talk about all those type of and, groups and uh, what's it and called?
1: Uh, 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 Freak. Uh,
0: Bilderbergs and Foreign Relations.
1: Foreign relations. Yeah. you know, those groups exist. They're not a cut. They're not like a country club. They're not all meeting up and playing mm-hmm. golf. Yeah, <laughs> so it's uh, they're meeting to plan out and coordinate a global effort to shift the globe in a united economic way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, they view themselves as, almo- as almost like uh, the global economic system is one corporation mm-hmm. and they just happen to be on the actual board of directors of that corporation. Mm. And so when you think of it like that, it actually makes sense. Now you may or may not like it, which mm-hmm. I don't, Yeah. Uh, but uh, in reality, that's that's what they are. They are the board of directors of the global economic system. Mm. And, and so anybody who says, Ah, you're a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. you know all that. Uh, all right, well then, if you think that's a conspiracy, do you think that the board of directors of of Apple mm-hmm. is a conspiracy? <laughs> well, well, of course not. You know, of yeah. course not. So it, <laughs> it. Oh, well, Apple has a twenty year plan. Mm. Apple has a ten year plan yeah apple has a five-year plan Mm -hmm. and uh and every area in in apple has a one-year plan if if you've ever worked or lived in in the corporate structure Mm -hmm. then you grasp that I, i every area of that corporation from like marketing from like sales they uh they have yearly goals Mm -hmm. well those goals are actually set internally and it's actually set to align with what the board of directors want Mm -hmm. well in in a global banking system you have to have a a a board of directors mm-hmm. that leads the direction of the global banking system. Yeah. Well, who is that? That's right. the IMF. That's the Bank of International Settlements. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's the United Nations. Yeah. So when when you when you wipe away the The illusion that the mainstream media has has put in front of us that anyone who actually talks about the Bilderbergs Mm -hmm. or the IMF or uh, or uh, or any of these groups uh, because people who just chalk us up to like conspiracy theorists are really just. People who and I don't blame them because this is how we've been trained because of our education system has 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 transitioned away from teaching us how to think to teaching us how to remember. Mm. You know, it, it's uh, we're no longer taught to think; mm. we're taught to remember and regurgitate, All right. All and right. It, it's when that's how your brain's wired, not to figure out why, but just repeat what someone else told you, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be able to critically look at a structure mm-hmm. and go, okay, uh, logically, this is a world government ran by a bunch of actual board of directors mm-hmm. that are leading the global banking system and leading us into where they want us to go. Right. Well, if you're not trained to think critically, then all you see is, you know, uh, is I see a bunch of banks, and then there's all these people that wear you know tinfoil hats. Yeah. It, now-
0: Let me ask you a question. Do do you see, so do you think at this current moment that the the governments in general are happy or are they concerned with the current infrastructure of the blockchain cryptocurrency space overall? Uh, I don't
1: think that the governments have have really been concerned about anything since about 1864,
0: you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. Now, why so long? Was that was, was, was what? 1864. What was that? Uh, was that uh, the 164? Bring him a. Go ahead. It's, got did it's, you get finished? I'm trying to think. Uh,
1: ever, ever since the Civil War. Okay, 65. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, good deal. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, the Legal Tender Act. Legal Tender Act was 1865, which yeah. gave us the greenback and everything else. Okay, so all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I don't,
1: I don't think that the government has really feared the people
0: mm-hmm.
1: since uh, since the creation of really radio, uh, mm-hmm. because r- radio allowed uh, a, a allowed unifying of a message yeah and once they can unify the message then, then they can lead the herd
0: yeah
1: and um so now i'd it it's the glow the global governments and even the like national governments they they live in a very sweet existence mm-hmm. because They set policy and yet they're able to implement um, private sector advancements Mm -hmm. quickly with their unlimited capital that they can apply to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's um, it's it's like the Internet. The in the in the internet was originally created by DARPA,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and uh, and what they did was they basically came up with the structure and the technology through DARPA, and then um, through friends of friends of the government, they rolled the technology out. To the general public, Mm -hmm. and then they let the general public and the entrepreneurial uh, spirit Mm -hmm. of the general public create, and then the government could pluck out or uh, or financially uh, help the corporations that were friendly to the government mm. through tax breaks yeah. through uh uh legislation through ways to help that certain corporation grow yeah. you know and uh that's uh a a a great example of that is actually microsoft because <laughs> uh, as much as people want to believe that Mister, you know, Bill Gates and all his little buddies were out uh, out in the garage, just rocking the ed, uh, the the entrepreneurial uh, spirit and all that. Yeah. Uh, th- in reality, Tarpa had had created what was actually called DOS, mm-hmm. and that was like the base programming of an operating system yeah. and then uh, then they created or once they had created that they they uh darpa had had issued that uh the, that technology to a company called texas instruments mm-hmm. and then texas Instruments sold the uh, the t- technology of DOS to uh, Mr. Bill Gates, to Mr. Bill Gates, mm-hmm. whose father at the time was the CEO of Planned Parenthood.
0: Yeah. I heard about that one.
1: Oh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, and this, once again, I got on my tinfoil hat. <laughs> Um this uh, tales like this is why people refer to the bloodlines, mm-hmm. you know. Um, why is it that these certain families, like the Bushes and the Clintons and 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 you know, the Rockefellers, why are they always
0: like right in the middle of everything? Yeah, well, it's because. And they be marrying, they be marrying each other's daughters, and Pat. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll be watching (laughs) us. Yeah, I mean, if and I,
1: I am a child of history. Mm -hmm. I love history, and uh, um, and who, uh, who is the only first lady that when she got married
0: didn't have to change her last name? Mm. I don't know that, I don't know that. I ain't gonna lie Go ahead, give it to me Eleanor
1: Roosevelt
0: Ooh, okay Eleanor Roosevelt was
1: actually the cousin <laughs> of her husband <laughs>
0: Okay I didn't know what that would <laughs> be Yeah, that's uh, a little twisted there, but uh, yeah, clearly it, that was a plan, that was a strategy that was, yeah, right. keep it in the family
1: Yeah, right. if- <laughs> If you look at what was going on at the time, mm-hmm. it actually makes sense because back then there was there there was a branch of science that the elites were very involved with, mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, that branch of science. Was called eugenics, mm-hmm. and eugenics was, is basically the uh, s- 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 study of uh, of bloodlines, mm-hmm. and and the origins of eugenics actually goes back to Charles Darwin, mm-hmm. and that's it's 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 a whole evolution mm-hmm. of of this idea. Because uh, Charles Darwin, uh, his actual uh, his hub his publication that he wrote, mm-hmm. his actual book he wrote, uh, uh, Charles Darwin, the Origins of S- uh, of Species. Mm-hmm. Well, it it had a longer title. And everybody leaves off the second half of the title of the book. What was it? Because it gives out the original intent of the book. The original title was um, The Origins of Species and the Furtherment of the Preferred
0: Races. Mm, okay. I didn't know that. One. Okay. Man. Oh yeah, look it up, my man. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah, I I I thumbed through it like cause I think on on Google Books, they all all that stuff is free, but it was it's uh, uh, of course the edited version minus all uh, the e- extra stuff, so that's not on there. So um but not yeah. just, I want to I want to I want to sh- sw- switch topics just slightly because I want to get into privacy. And okay. so Bitcoin is pseudo anonymous, meaning that there's ways of tracking tracing. There's corporations that are funded by by governments that are being set up and positioned to basically keep track of everything. And if you mention that you don't want that, then they say, What are you trying to hide? And it looks, they're trying to make you look like you're hiding some activity. Whereas the same as like, you know, your bank account, you don't want nobody to actually know what's in there, but they, they're trying to make that null and void. So you got privacy coins, which I'm a big proponent of what's the chance of them things catching on and becoming of extreme value? Because I think that the leading, the leading privacy coin happens to be Monero by market cap. It, it itself to me is because of the feature of privacy is of more value overall than Bitcoin to me. But what are your thoughts on that? Well, it, it's, uh,
1: and this is where I guess like my expertise in cryptocurrency comes in handy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> There are platforms where you can, uh, you c- can send your Litecoin, You can send your Bitcoin mm-hmm. into the platform and it, it, it will, it will
0: shake them up. Mix them.
1: Yeah. Right. It will mix your coins where when they come out the other side, it's a clean coin. Mm-hmm. It has no history. And, uh, and but think spoke. about this though
0: sorry to cut you off but think about this that's a, that's an extra hassle on your part to try to mix them shake them and spin them on the other side so that means you have to A know about that B want want to take the effort to do that as opposed to actual privacy coins that are designed to you just send see, receive and you, you can avoid all the extra stuff so do you think we're going to have to do the extra stuff for, for the rest of cryptocurrency or will like Charlie Lee you know get the one Wimble in there and Or what? Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I. um, actually actually Litecoin. Just like you said, Mm -hmm. uh, they plan on implementing Nimble Wimble, Mm -hmm. which is uh, which you'll have the option to either go private or or
0: keep it public. Is that for sure? That I heard uh, they talking about that. I mean, Charlie Lee trying to get a he's trying to put fillers out there as if he don't know if he really really want to do it, but. Uh, Will you think it go down Uh,
1: officially or or no? uh, The technology's ready. Mm -hmm. I think it's. uh, He's putting out feelers, Mm -hmm. which is smart. You know, I myself, Charlie, if you're listening, uh, is I would hold off for at least like two or three, four years. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Uh, because uh, the Nimble wimble and any government agencies listening to this right now shut your uh uh, sh- <laughs> uh turn off your volume uh, i would i would not implement it until it was too ingrained into the system to unplug it mm-hmm. because uh cryptocurrency itself is a trojan horse mm-hmm. well if litecoin is another Trojan horse inside of a Trojan horse? Mm-hmm. Then, then you wanted you want a high enough rate of adoption and usage where, if you in the future you add that feature, mm-hmm. then uh, then it's already it's already ingrained into the the global economic system where it can't be outlawed. You know, um, mm. easily. Yeah, and that's what I would do. I wouldn't even be talking about nimble wimble. I'd be, I'd be like nimble who mm-hmm. you know. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but that's just me, you know. I'm uh, m- maybe Charlie Lee's more trusting of of uh, of like government and and uh. I don't think he is. He's not a dumb man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Now, I'm curious to get your thoughts. So I remember watching you uh, a while back, and I see that, that sign over your shoulder about HODL, HODL. And so I remember you referencing, I guess, com or it was a company that was supposed to have launched or released some things or whatever. Is, is that something? like What happened to that? I haven't heard anything about that. Is that something that's on hold or, or what?
1: Uh, the it's project which is actually hodl it uh, that that project they're holding off launching until probably February mm-hmm. because uh, a lot of the exchanges out there right now have have a lot of very suspicious volume uh, kind of like the comics Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) and uh where they may not hold the coins that they claim to hold yeah and uh and HodlIt uh does not want to launch into that that economy yet so they're actually partnering up with uh a couple of other uh places that i can't really talk about but uh Mm. When they launch, they'll be, you know, uh, they'll actually make
0: Coinbase look like a uh, like a Seven Eleven. Really? So and so 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 because so they're just an exchange, or they have extra features on top of it to make it worthwhile, or it, it has to be, I'm sure, pretty big to make you know anything else look small. Yeah, it, it's uh,
1: uh they. Uh, They'll they'll have several other features mm-hmm. where like you'll uh, uh, they will be an exchange where you can purchase it. Uh, and and they'll have have and ha- they'll uh, they'll have another ability to link with your existing credit or debit card mm. and round up your change. Yeah, Yeah. yeah okay. And then use your change. You can buy cryptos, and then uh, in the future, uh, because of the relationships that the uh, the the owner of uh, of it has, they will be launching what what will be called HODLPAY. Pay, mm. and HODLPAY Pay is going to basically be. The Visa MasterCard crypto version where it will like it won't be a Visa. Mm-hmm. It will be a MasterCard. It will be a HODL pay mm-hmm. branded and work on the existing network of credit cards like mm-hmm. right now.
0: Yeah. Now watch this. So as of now, currently regulation is not extremely clear but yet they are trying to slowly but surely let us know what's a taxable event or what's not and apparently if you spend a cryptocurrency that's a taxable event to where you have to keep track and all that stuff like that so uh you know and so there's all there's all there's debt there's debit cards now you know crypto.com and there's other cards out there people encouraging people to go spend go spend go spend and it's the as part of the adoption push people are saying go spend and buy a cup of coffee and it's like i'm thinking like so you know how how will that all that play out? You think as far as you actually be able to use it, because if you if it appreciates you know five five percent within a night, then you spend it. That's you know one of the things where you're you know you're 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 you you're putting yourself in that territory of where okay you got to report some things and claim some things. So do you think the adoption push will continue to pick up and people will ignore or how how will that work in your opinion? Uh,
1: the once once again i think it's a transition mm-hmm. it's a slow uh gradual transition i i have very close friends of mine mm-hmm. like uh like my 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 close friend you know mr uh uh ix weir mm-hmm. uh, he thinks we're all just on a road to just a brick wall at 100 miles an hour <laughs> and uh where I'm, we've we've never really had a crash uh, because the word crash is really relative. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what is a crash? Is it a fender bender
0: yeah.
1: on a highway, or is it a is, two 18 wheelers, you no know, head on? Yeah, it's. Um, uh, we've we've always uh we've always lived through every crash we've gone through mm-hmm. uh as an economic system as a uh, and because i mean we had the 1929 great depression mm-hmm. was that a crash yeah you could call that a crash yeah. or uh But did everything shut down and we all went like Mad Max Mm -hmm. and the end of the world and humanity just rolled up the carpet and said we're done? Yeah, no, it's 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 will always progress further. Mm -hmm. We just may economically limp along for a year or so, and then. We'll adjust and we'll keep going. Yeah. And um, so now I'm of the mindset that that eventually reality and truth has to actually come back into our economic system. Uh, and how that works out, I think it's a mixture of, uh, of a lot of older people People's point of view kind of passing away with them, yeah, and a lot of the younger people's point of view actually gaining traction. you know it, it's it's uh, it's just a, a natural uh, it's it's the youth is more comfortable with technology than people our age. Yeah. You know, hell, I've seen four-year-olds flying through an iPad like that. <laughs> yeah, and, and it just amazes me. It's like, you know, hell, I'm sitting here like tripping around, you're trying to find <laughs> something, and then you got this four-year-old that yanks it out of my hand and says, "Look here, stupid!" You know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's. It's just a natural evolution mm-hmm. and cryptocurrencies, I think like our transition from you know gold into fiat, mm-hmm. into personal checks, into credit cards. This is the next advancement in the efficiency of transaction of value,
0: yeah. you
1: know, it's, um, it's as if you and i if we were around in like 1981 and we were doing a local radio show and i actually told you hey have you heard of this thing called a credit card <laughs> and you'd be like yeah i heard a little something about it, you know and you're like well all right i'm bringing on the show uh, credit card expert you know, this is Visa Ben, you know, and uh and did I explain that there's a stripe on the back of it and yeah. you that's actually magnetic and you swipe it into this little thing and you ching it. And, it you know, know, what is that? What that, that sounds crazy. crazy. So <laughs> like, Ain't nobody gonna use that piece of crap. Why would I <laughs> use that when I got me personal
0: checks right here? Yeah, checking. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh man.
1: Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, so once, once you understand and really wrap your head around mm-hmm. that, that, uh, exchange of value amongst humans is really, it's, um uh, it's, it's what we are socially, uh, comfortable with at the time, Yeah. you know, and, um, uh, And the reason that credit cards worked is because in the late 70s and early 80s, we were slowly getting exposed to the idea of having a personal computer. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, well, if this personal computer works, this little piece of plastic here that I can swipe, well, hell, that makes sense too. Mm. You know, and now we've had... 10 or 20 years of internet mm-hmm. and now we're just rolling out the internet money yeah. you know it, it's it's humans humans progress on the on the actual basis of efficiency yeah. it's uh if if you look at the early emails, right? my grandfather ne- never sent an email. Mm-hmm. but He wrote a hell, hell of a lot of letters. Yeah, You know, and so he would write a letter and he'd mail it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd write an email and I'd send it off. Mm-hmm. W- which one's more valuable? Right. Well, it's it's really...
0: It's who you are, yeah. you know, and, and the timing and the timing of that, because obviously there was no email to be sent back in that era where writing was, you know, personable and and, and private, typically at that. So wasn't nobody, you know, really tracking those letters like they are emails now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so the the value of the information in in his letter. Mm-hmm is just as valuable mm-hmm. in an email.
0: Yeah.
1: It's yeah. it's uh it's j- j- just the transaction uh the transaction method that actually differed. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what we're going through now is is we have our we have our credit cards <clears throat> and we we have our fiat dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, we're transitioning into the, uh, the the email money. Yeah. Now, my, oh, my,
0: now one of my concerns with the email money is the fact that, and this is one, well, this is one of the my, you know, I did some video series called "Confessions of a Bitcoin Critic" or cryptocurrency critic, and one of my concerns is that, you know, once we go solely digital as a, as an exchange of value, medium of exchange, there's no going back to anything physical, and so. The privacy aspect is not something that's important to me to where even though the dollar is not worth much in, in <laughs> regards to purchasing power, it's still something that I can have in my physical hand that I can give to somebody because they know what it is and they'll still accept it. Once we go solely digital and get into internet money 100% with nothing else because because cash is becoming a problem for the central banks and the government, so it's only natural that cashless society will become prevalent in 2020 and beyond because of the digital nature there's no going back. And so like, once again, I don't trust my cell phone. I don't trust privacy of my cell phone, my computer or nothing. So to only do transactions on a screen that I know has a back door to it. It's not really appealing to me overall, but it's one of the things I know that's where we're heading. So it is what it is, but I'm in a rush for that mass adoption is what I'm getting at. <laughs> it, it, yeah. And, uh,
1: <coughs> uh, w- w- and I'm right there with you. I, I, I'm happy using Litecoin mm-hmm. because it's more private than what they're trying to move us into. Yeah. You know, uh, and I myself, I will, I will, even when the Federal Reserve issues their digital currency, I'm going to sell that crap as soon as I can. And I'm going to get me some Litecoin or I'm going to get me some you know, Bitcoin that
0: I'll have more control over. But watch this. Once that, Fed coin comes out, it's going to be legal tender. Therefore, all debts, public and private, will need to be accepted in it. So you're gonna still have to more likely keep some on hand to pay a light bill, your gas bill, whatever. So it's one of the things you. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a, a mandatory use uh, currency for all transactions amongst businesses. Because do you think they're gonna allow um, uh, like coin, Bitcoin, to be options? Because that's competition. And so of course, who would wanna? You know, have something that's going to be easily printed or digitized or whatever, as opposed to something decentralized and limited supply, all that stuff like that, which has more sound money practices to it. I don't think they're going to welcome a competition directly. Well, I don't
1: think they're going to have a choice because mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, the, what the people need to start to recognize is we mm-hmm. do have the power, we've just been. I actually talked out of using it.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, and really corporations and c- c- companies, mm-hmm. they don't care what what mm-hmm. what shape or what mm-hmm. how they get paid. Mm-hmm. If we all traded in a uh, in rocks, if we as a collective valued, you know, solely gold, then yeah. that's what the corporations would accept. Yeah. If if we all value this, mm-hmm. that's what they'll accept. Mm-hmm. If we all value Litecoin, mm-hmm. they'll accept Litecoin. If we all value Bitcoin, they'll accept Bitcoin. And and we. Uh, we've, we, we've already broke the seal Mm -hmm. on governments accepting cryptocurrency for paying your taxes Mm. that happened
0: in Wyoming, that happened in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Now that's true. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but watch this. Like at this current moment, some government, some States allowed, I think Ohio was recently, but I think they stopped for whatever reason. But here's the thing: in a world where central banks are on a race to zero, they're print like no other. Therefore, you can't really determine the value of a Litecoin. So, Litecoin today is fifty-eight, fifty-nine. It's <coughs> it's it, according to all the properties of Litecoin, scarcity limited, whatever, whatever. It's worth more than that. So, I'm like, I don't necessarily want to spend one when I don't know the true value of it. Even though, you know, I had the unfortunate pleasure of years and years ago of spinning. Some Bitcoin. I'm like, God, I was dumb as hell, knowing that it was. you know, saying, so I'm like, why would I ever spend again? Like, it was just you know, because I can't tell what the real value is. I'd rather spend paper in the meantime. So it's one of the things like you know, is Gresham's law? You know, you know, bad drives out the good, or dr- yeah. good drives out the bad. Why would you spend the spend the good and keep and keep the bad or whatever? So yeah, I, well, I, um, it that's
1: actually like a personal preference. Yeah, Yeah. I uh I originally bought Litecoin at like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in the green like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and, and so doing a little shopping with my Litecoin, uh-huh. you know, I'm like shit, I ain't paid for none of this. Uh-huh. You <laughs> know? Excuse my language. Yeah, I feel you? it's uh if it's really at what point do you go, man, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to shop with some of this mm-hmm. and and a lot of people who say, you know, why would you shop with Bitcoin? Why would you shop with like Litecoin? Well, we have to remember that we don't live in a bubble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it it's uh, these corporations are seeing the same things that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So there are several companies. Uh, that I know that will give you a discount mm. if you pay with cryptos.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, well, what if uh, what if our our U.S. monetary system gets so bad that, like Walmart's, like, look, we'll give you half off if you pay in Litecoin mm-hmm. or if you pay in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Well, that right there,
0: that might squeeze that little fraction of Bitcoin out of your hand. You or, know, or that's like, okay, so if you got major international retailers willing to come out up come up on a loss for that currency, perhaps I might want to hold on a little bit longer. So that, that'll be my thinking, but everybody's different. So yeah. <laughs>
1: that actually links with like creative destruction. Uh-huh. Right. And it man, we'll go down these rabbit holes. Hey, take it,
0: take it there. It's okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So then how how much pressure mm-hmm. does that put on a corporation mm-hmm. to put out the best product they can put out? Because mm-hmm. you—if yeah. you think about it—if you—if you, if you have—if you have a country mm-hmm. that that a large swath of holds on to good money,
0: mm-hmm.
1: deflationary
0: money—you
1: mm-hmm. better offer a damn good product. Mm-hmm to get them to let go of of that deflationary currency. So that's actually going to lend a lot of pressure over to these corporations to create such a want by the consumer Mm -hmm. that it outweighs the want to hold the currency. Mm -hmm. This is literally creating... A economic system that leads every corporation or every business to want to be the best. Yeah, and that right there, that right there, creates an economic engine of a country mm-hmm. where every every uh, s- s- sector of the of the economic in the corporate world Mm -hmm. is actually it's it's it is literally making it the most competitive market Mm -hmm. ever to exist because now you have you have good money in a system that these corporations are going to have to compete for that good money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the only way they compete is lower prices and a lot better products. Yeah.
0: Now, now, now watch this. And so, the competition side of things is clearly why you got Amazon looking to get into the banking. Walmart's going to get into banking. Facebook is trying to get into banking with Libra. And so everybody's like, "Hey, let me get some of this pie as well." And so let me uh, go ahead and make it easier to hold funds and become a bank. And so everybody's trying to become a financial institution these days. So, um, but hey, Bitcoin Ben, we are over an hour. Be your own bank. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, you own. <laughs> <bank>. You know. <laughs> All right, oh, so so we are no, over. We are hour. No, huh. huh? Second, I. Could ramble for hours, and I can too. But I'm like, so, so. The good news is, we're we're doing this on a regular basis. So that's what I'm getting into. So we're oh, gonna be yeah. we're gonna be doing this again tomorrow, anyway. So for those that are tuning in as we get ready to dial back, um, so yeah, a part of just linking up different minds, different ways of thinking, different strategies, different levels of expertise. Um, and so, so me, Bitcoin, Ben, and a couple other gentlemen are going to be getting together to uh, actually. Put together a mastermind. And so that's what we've been working on the last couple of weeks. And so I'm excited that we actually got a good little team assembled thus far. So it's, you know, the Wise Guys Mastermind. And so it's one of the things where we're getting together, discussing these matters, and strategizing and trying to be of encouragement to one another. And so definitely uh, the Wise Guys Mastermind will be for Patreon subscribers. So something that we've been coming together, what we want to do for a while. So here it is now. So with that being the case, Wise Guys Mastermind, more information is coming. But yeah, we're getting together once a week and going to be, you know, probably end up doing some live streams and, you know, just talking more in detail. And me personally, basically being more specific towards strategies and whatnot, because typically I speak real general, just because I don't want to, you know, just let let my business out there. So in the mastermind, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go straight to the to the source, whatever. But that being the case, for those that are interested, who are watching right now, definitely uh, become a Patreon because there will be a, you know, I'll probably. You know, the the second tier, which is a silver tier, which is about $10 a month. I'll be looking to make sure those people and above get access to it. But as of right now, until probably Monday, if anyone's interested in wanting to participate and get the video content directly, because it's only going to be available for Patreons, consider becoming a Patreon uh, for my channel as well as for Ben's as well if you guys are are not there. So with that being the case, we're going to dial back because we're we're meeting again tomorrow with with all the guys. And we're going to talk more and we got more things to talk about. So um for 2020 the goal, is strategies and solutions so that's what we're working on so for those that are interested definitely become a patreon and you'll get automatic uh you know information there but bitcoin ben uh we're back at it tomorrow and so any last thoughts you want to leave us with before we uh take pick it up again with the mark with the guys tomorrow
1: yeah uh anybody interested in getting into cryptocurrency my my advice is just move slow Mm -hmm. you know i mean uh Act like you're walking into a pitch, ba- pitch black room, mm-hmm. and you got to give your time, give your eyes time to adjust to your surroundings, mm-hmm. and just take your time and and move in accordance with your comfort level. Yeah,
0: yeah, good point, good point there. And so that's the, the good news is like I'm not an advocate but I'm not a hater. I'm in between. I support it. I like it, been, been involved in it, but it's one of the things where I, I love my weight. I love my digits. So I'm in between. So I just want to b- build a bridge between those that are for and against it and just encourage one another because no matter what, we're up against something a lot greater than what we we, we know about. So we got to be prepared in whatever way is possible. So um, Bitcoin, Ben, it's been great hanging out with you. Definitely looking forward to continue to have these great discussions in the group or whatnot. So, uh, tomorrow we back at it again and so uh, let's uh, get, a good, get a good night rest and we back at it tomorrow for the wise guys mastermind so looking forward to uh, you know connecting with you my friend and being of value uh, and a service to each other so uh, with that being the case everybody it's been great hanging out if you have interest in joining and being a part of the group uh, definitely just become a patreon subscriber and uh, you'll get the video content directly because it will not be publicly released apart from those in the group so other than that, it's been great hanging out. Uh, we're about 1.14, so it's probably the longest I've gone. So, But once again, we could have went for another hour if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right, well, everybody, be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys later. Enjoy your weekend until we meet again. Peace. Hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link. Then consider donating as little as $5 a month towards the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.